this uh, day long on uh, cultivating wise speech, including when there are difficulties. So my name is uh, Donald Rothberg, and it's good to look out and see a lot of familiar faces, and then a lot of faces of those whom I haven't met yet. And wanted to say a little bit about uh, myself and um, then say some about the day and then get right into the theme of wise speech. So, brief introduction for those whom I haven't met. Uh, I live in the Bay Area, live in Berkeley, and I'm one of the members of the Teachers Council. Um, I often uh, think of my own interests as falling in really in three areas in terms of this uh, practice uh, that we do here, these actually multiple practices of cultivating wisdom, mindfulness, the awakened heart, and bringing it into, bringing it into action. So the first area I often reflect on is, um, relates to really a love of the exploration of human nature, which I'm sure I share with many, if not all of you, this... Um, way that um, I think uh, many or most of us want to ask this question, what is this about? What is the nature of the mind? What is the nature of awareness? Who are we at our depths? And meditation uh, can be a very powerful tool to investigate that, of course not the only tool. And for me, meditation has been a wonderful tool to explore human nature, the nature of what keeps me stuck, what helps me to become more free. And I've been drawn to do um, retreats here and elsewhere uh, over a lot of years. That's been a great source of learning. And I've also found uh, a lot of nourishment and resources in other traditions, in other Buddhist traditions, in, um, particularly in uh, Tibetan traditions of uh, particularly Dzogchen and Mahamudra, also um, Zen practice early on, and also have been very um, inspired by other traditions. Um, before I came to California, I lived for seven years in Kentucky and Ohio and uh, spent a lot of time at the Abbey of Gethsemane where Thomas Merton was a monk. Did many retreats there and still actually go back there about once a year. Have, still have connections. So that's been contemplative. Uh, Christiana has been quite important. And also um, I've learned quite a bit from uh, Jewish approaches to uh, contemplative practice and mysticism. And um, I've actually helped, along with Sylvia Borstein, to teach uh, retreats which bring together Jewish tradition and um, I would say Buddhist tradition. And, and then also um, have um, found a lot of nourishment in indigenous traditions. And for a lot of years I helped with the combination of sweat lodge and uh, meditation that we did here for many years with Fred Wapapaw. And I've also um, had friends who've taken me into ceremonies in indigenous traditions. So um, I think there, so I, I have a, you know, a sense of what is um, uniquely powerful about the different traditions. And the meditative tools are very, very rich resource 
it, uh, in Buddhist tradition, what we do here. That's been a great, a great love for, for many years. And I'm actually about to um, take a month on retreat in March. So it's one of my, this is my last public teaching before that. <laughs> so, okay. so second area, um, second area that's been really important for me has been uh, to find ways to bring the practice into everyday life. You know, a love of silence, a love of meditation, but also how do we connect this, uh, these wonderful inner practices with daily life. And so that's been also a very um, strong interest. And the speech practice really comes in there. I've been interested in how to develop, to articulate how speech practice can be a much more fundamental part of our practice. And I believe it can actually be um, as rigorous as the practice on the cushion. And that's what I'll hope to communicate today in large part. And also have been very interested in the intersection of uh, meditation and psychology, meditation and psychotherapy, have a background in uh, the Hakomi approach to <coughs> body-based psychotherapy. Probably some of you know that. And one of the areas I also teach on a lot, um, we call it these days transforming the judgmental mind, which has some relationship to skillful speech. You know. But it's been, a, it's been an important interest. I, I probably won't bring in much of that, but I, I teach that at different times during the year, both retreats and, and day long. So interested in that intersection. How do we make this real in the context of work and relationships and you know, paying the rent and all that, you know, how do we do that? And the third area that I've, that I've uh, been very interested in and given a lot of time to is the intersection of the, really the first two areas with uh, service and social action in the world. How do we connect our inner work basically with helping others, with addressing the needs of the world? And that's been, that's been a, a very... A uh, vital area, and I, one of the uh, one of the forms that it's taken is I've, I've been involved with uh, a number of six-month to two-year training programs for people connecting inner work with action in the world. You know, whether it's um, being in the helping professions or people who are um, attempting to bring about social change. So um, that's a third area, and so we may find in the, you know, in the day, I think all of those areas are connected with skillful speech and, and will, and I will bring those in where appropriate. So that's, that's some of my uh, background and, and I'm sure it'll, it'll be a great to share with you all, see where there's intersection there. So in terms of the day, uh, my intention is to give uh, foundational principles and practices for working with our speech, for developing more skillful speech. I also teach, uh, co-teach, um, what's usually a six or seven day retreat on, we call it mindful communication. I co-teach it with uh, Oren Sofer, some of you may know. And we'll be actually be teaching that in June here at Spirit Rock. And with that retreat, we probably have 30 or 35 hours of material. And then, of course, we have to practice it, right? So you know, you've got the material, but then, you know, 
material only goes so far. We have to basically keep practicing this. And so today, I mean to offer you the, the cream or the, the essence, right? In whatever, whatever we have here, six hours or six and a half hours or so. So um, what I've done is divide, divided the day into four parts. We'll have uh, this first part, we'll go probably till about 11, and we'll be more introductory. Uh, we'll talk about the importance of speech practice. I'll also introduce um, found some of the foundational speech practices, particularly as we receive them from the Buddhist tradition in, in what's called right speech, or sometimes we call it wise speech. Then we'll have a short walking period, probably about 20 minutes or so, chance to be outside, also a chance to go back into silence. And, and I'll ask during those walking periods that we generally keep silence. Of course, if you need to connect for something functional, that, that's fine. Um, then we'll come back. The second section will be a further foundational practice. The first foundational practice in the first segment will be especially on what we can call the ethical guidelines for speech, what we can call the behavioral guidelines for skillful speech. Very, very crucial. The second area, the foundational practices, will be on how do we cultivate mindfulness and presence during our speech. In other words, how do we connect awareness with our skillful speech? Skillful speech is not simply a matter of following rules for skillful speech. It has a lot to do with how we can integrate, actually, our speech with all the parts of our practice. And I'll, I'll come back to that because it's quite an important theme. So this isn't just about learning something that, uh, learning some techniques or some principles or tools that are uniquely related to speech. But it actually, we want to see speech as connected with awareness, with presence, with wisdom, with other ethical guidelines and so forth. And we'll come back to that. That's the second area. Then we'll have lunch. Probably my, um, my aim is to have it about 12.20, probably 12.30 at the latest. And of course, during the walking time, you can use the bathroom. So that will be, of course, if you need to use the bathrooms anytime, feel free to use them. But know that they'll be... We'll have the walking periods. The next one will be about an hour from now, something like that. And then lunch will be about an hour from 12, 12.20 or 12.30 uh, till 1.20 or 1.30, somewhere around there. And we'll be able to eat in here if you brought your, your lunch or, or go out, eat outside. It should be nice. Then in the afternoon, having, having developed our foundational speech practices, we will bring in difficulties. <laughs> or how should I say? I could rephrase that. You have brought in difficulties. <laughs> we, will, we will apply what we've learned and some further uh, principles and practices for working with difficult speech situations. And we'll focus on that in the afternoon. In the uh, third segment, we'll particularly focus on some general approaches to working with difficulties in speech. And we'll also bring in several different tools for, that are very helpful for working with um, difficult speech situations. And in the fourth segment, again, we'll have that on a walking period, and then the fourth segment, we'll, 
bring in some further tools for um, skillful speech with difficulties and also do some more integrative work towards the end to bring things together. So throughout the, uh, throughout the four segments, I'll be combining talk, short talks with um, practices that we'll do. Um, and we'll do at least, um, um, at least one or two exercises in each of the segments. And so those will give you a sense of how to bring it home. My aim again is to have us be able to bring our, um, to bring our practices home, to be able to have a pretty good sense of how to keep practicing you know, as, as we bring this home. So one of the tools that we have found helpful, and by we I mean different colleagues who've worked with speech and with working with um, bringing practice to interaction, is the going in and out of silence and interaction. Very good uh, principle. And something we can bring into daily life as well, that this combination of sort of returning to ourselves and then going into practice can be very, very helpful. And so first... Um, before, before going further, maybe just to say a little bit about um, some guidelines, uh, I want to ask for anything that's said by any of the participants to be heard with confidentiality. Okay? In other words, not to bring a story that someone tells in the discussion times, or even in your, we'll do, we'll do quite a number of diets you know, a chance for people, two people to talk together. And whatever might be said, um, really keep uh, confidential. And also to, I think, to cultivate a uh, quality of empathy during the day, that uh, speech can be both wonderful and it can also be a source of suffering for many of us. And we may hear stories that are challenging or difficult. And just to hold the day with the... Um, really with the, uh, the kind heart. I'll, I'll invite that. Okay. And I'll, um, I'll generally try to stay with that schedule of the four parts. And there may be times in which we have a rip-roaring discussion and I might have to say, we have to move on. <laughs> because I do want to really cover those four areas. So just to know that, that I'll be balancing, trying to go with the, where the energy is with uh, really covering what I want to cover. Okay. I'm wondering uh, maybe just to hear uh, from, from people just for a few minutes. Uh, and this is where we could use the, I think, the mic with one of the volunteers. Um, would anyone like to share maybe in one sentence your intention? Maybe think of your intentions that you reflected on at the end of the sitting and see if you can bring that intention into uh, one sentence. What brings you here? Maybe let's, so again, try to do it in one sentence. I'll take some notes. Uh, my intention is to uh, uh, take away the harshness from my speech and make it Gentle. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, take away harshness. How many can relate to that? <laughs> okay, look around. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. One of, one of the great things about practicing together is we all see we kind of have the same stuff. <laughs> okay. Another, please. Uh. Um, I'd like to be conscious of other people's experiences of what I say yeah. and to um, shape what I say in order to make it a peaceful delivery for them yeah. and to do the same for myself. Yeah. So to have some uh, empathic understanding really of the impact of your own words and really set up, it sounds like set up a way that that could be mutual. Yeah, and just to make sure that the way I deliver things is going to be good for that person. Yeah. So to be, you know, choiceful. Yeah, okay. Great, thanks. Um, I do a lot of community service work, oh, and yeah. I want to understand why so often my intention backfires. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Great. So to to inquire into even with good intentions, presumably, um, <laughs> hopefully, uh, there still can be, uh, in the language of foreign policy, unintended consequences. <laughs> Please. Um, I'd like to clean up my filthy mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, very direct. <laughs> Clean up my filthy mouth. Now just, uh, how many might relate to that even if you might use slightly different language? <laughs> okay, okay, very good. Okay, please, a few more. We're getting our workout. I want to bring empathy and compassion into my speech. Yeah, more empathy and compassion into yes. your speech, right? Please. Um, I would like to be able to say what I need to say for myself when the time is right and not think about it, what I should have said 20 minutes later. Yeah. Yeah, so to say what, there are a few components there, to say what you need to say, but also to have a sense of timing, appropriate timing. Yeah. Maybe two or three more. Uh, how to balance honesty and kindness. How to... Balance honesty and oh, kindness. Balance honesty and kindness. Great. Uh, to be able to listen without reacting or feeling the need to react and say something right away. Yeah, great. To, to develop the listening capacity especially so as not to re react immediately. Yeah. Okay, let's do two more. Maybe two up front here. It was uh, with the blue and then up on the other side. Yeah. I would like to be able to respond to someone's harsh words oh. without equal response and to be present for my own um, intention to be kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so to be able to respond to harsh words 
without simply, as it were, mirroring the harsh words and to somehow be in a situation where there are harsh words and, and be connected with your intention for kindness. So this, uh, this is what we sometimes call advanced practice. <laughs> But we will get there. <laughs> we'll get there in the afternoon. So last one, please. Thank you. So I would like to uh, line up my thoughts, actions, intentions, and effectiveness mm-hmm. and put them all together. To connect your thoughts, intentions, along with being effective. Actions and in, in, in fact, of effectiveness. Yeah. Uh, so to particularly look at how that how those can go together. Yeah, I want them all to line up for so, me. So a certain certain coherence, right? Yes. To have to really... So in, instead of, you know, spending too much time analyzing yeah. or, you know, doing a lot of other things, so everything just lines up clearly. Okay, great. So that could be also be an intention to bring those together more. Yeah, very good. So how many could relate to at least one or two of those intentions? Okay. Okay. And they're, they're wonderful intentions, and they're, they're also, you know, I think we can hear that they are heartfelt. You know, that they come, you know, that there's probably for every intention, there's a history of both aspiration and sometimes of, of pain or suffering. So let me say a few words now, um, generally, and if you wanted to do the recording, is it, it's been going, okay, very good. Um, Let me say a few things generally about speech practice and then talk also about the, um, really the first foundation of our practice and then get into some exercises. So, I think we know. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.